Friday, Northgate. Usually it's Sunday or Wednesday, but this week it's Friday as we celebrate Good Friday. And we wanted to encourage you with a word uh, today. So let's pray and we'll get into God's word. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to celebrate what you've done for us, your death. Lord, on the cross, so much to be reminded of to grow in Lord Jesus. So just bless us this morning. I pray in your precious name. Amen. I was thinking about Good Friday and what more can you add to this story that I'm sure many, many of you know and have thought of. And we at Northgate, we take communion each week and we think of the Lord's death. And what he's done for us. But it is always good to think and understand just a little bit more to try to know Christ and his crucifixion. And just in that statement, it reminds me of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And I'll read it to you now. And it says this, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Christ and him crucified. As Paul went into Corinth, it was his desire just to know, to perceive, to experience Christ and his crucifixion. You know, we strive to know many things in this world. I know academics. We spend a lot of time reading and studying. Those of us who have been through school or even those first 15, 16, 18, 20 years of our life. And then as we continue maybe into university to know a field, to study that field, to understand it. There are some who go into apprenticeships and I've heard that some apprenticeships are over 3,000 hours of trying to understand, to know how to do something, to understand a topic. Well, I looked on the internet as well, and it says to master something. Some people think it takes up to six to 10 years to master a skill. Now there's a crazy number as well that says it takes 10,000 hours to be a master at a skill. Well, I'm not sure about all of that, but I do know if you want to know something, you have to spend time thinking about it. You have to spend time with that thing, training with that thing, understanding it to become a master at it. And it's so interesting, Paul's words here. What did he want to know? What did he want to be a master at? What did he want to have great knowledge about? Well, it wasn't the excellence of speech but rather it was simply knowing Christ, and not just that, but Christ crucified. It's interesting as you look at that, because when Paul came to Corinth in the book of Acts, we know he came from the city of Athens. And in Athens, the book of Acts tell us, tells us in even history that there were many, many philosophers and many debates and many talks. And even when Paul went there, they asked him, to discuss things. And he talked about the unknown God. You might remember. And then he tried to bridge it into knowing God. 
but it didn't get too far in Athens and it didn't produce a whole bunch of fruit. So as he comes into Corinth, he says, it's not, it's not about speech. It's not about uh, how I can say things, but simply it's about knowing Christ. Now, obviously, Paul knew Christ and he knew many other things. Even in this book of 2 Corinthians, he's going to talk about a variety of things, people and relationships, holiness, money, suffering, all of these different topics. So I don't think he's saying that he doesn't know anything except Christ, but he says his number one desire is to know Christ and Christ crucified. And I think if we're going to master anything or know anything, it should probably be knowing who Christ is, what he's done for us, and to know the work of the cross. Because truly in that, in that knowledge, we can have fullness of life and we can be changed continually each day and certainly changed for eternity. It reminds me as well as Philippians chapter 3 where Paul says, I want to know him, Christ. The power of his resurrection, which we'll talk about Sunday, but also the fellowship of his suffering, knowing the cross, knowing the obedience of Christ, the garden to get him to the cross, knowing what all happened in that moment. And I think myself, life can get pretty busy trying to know a lot of things, as I've mentioned. But those times where my heart is at rest and is at peace is when I start to begin to know Christ, to know him crucified, to know what it meant, not only in my mind, but my heart. And this Good Friday, that's what we're doing. But I don't think it should be just a singular day. It's almost something we should be thinking about each day. God, I want to be reminded. I want to know. I want to experience in my mind and my heart. I want to know you, Jesus. What was your heart in going to the cross? We know Hebrews tells us his heart was joy. He endured that for the joy set before him. The obedience to the Father and us, his treasure, his joy that he went, obeyed. That was his heart. That was his mind to obey the Father, to love us. And that's what brought him to the cross. That was his mission. And as we look at that, what do we see and what do we think about and what do we want to know more of? We want to know that great love of Jesus. Doesn't that change your life? Well, we know scripture says in John 15, 13, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for a friend. That's what Jesus said to his disciples. And that's for us today. There is no greater love to know that love that Jesus exhibited for us, exampled for us, showed us in his action of going to the cross. There is no greater love. Ponder that, to think about that, to live in that. He says also in the book of 1 John 3.16, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us. And this morning, as we ponder and think and each and every day, we have to come to the conclusion to know we are loved. What a joy that is. But it's not 
something we can know in a moment. It's not something that's a week. It's something that we continually need to think about. We need to hide ourselves behind the cross. We need to live beside the cross. We need to be thinking of Christ and his love for us. We need to be thinking about his forgiveness that happened on the cross. It says this in Ephesians 1, 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. As we ponder Christ and the cross and desire to know him like Paul, we come to this conclusion as mentioned that we're loved, but not only that, that we are forgiven and so many of us live in shame and difficulty of the past or what's happened to us or what we've done, but we need to live in his forgiveness, the riches of God's grace. Matthew 26, 28 says this, this is the blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. What does he say? The forgiveness of sins. Oh, that we would master the knowledge of God's love today. Paul says in Ephesians 3, that we would know the height, the depth, the width, the length of God's love, that we would be complete in maturity by knowing him and his love, which was shown to us on the cross and today that's what we're doing we're celebrating christ we're celebrating what christ has done on the cross we want to live in his love we want to know his love we want to live in his forgiveness we want to ponder it as a cow would chew on his food that's how we want to think of this magical the majesty, the incredible joy of what Jesus has done. Well, it made me think in that story in Luke, as those two disciples, after Christ had died and actually had risen again, you know that story on the road to Emmaus, and Jesus appears to him, but they didn't know that he had resurrected. They had no idea. And I find it so interesting that Jesus explains to them Everything that the Messiah had to do, and it says through the Old Testament, the prophets, through the law, through the Psalms, in all of these ways. And he says, oh, foolish ones, right? Slow of heart to believe. And he's trying to tell them about Christ and what Christ had to do on the cross. And he's trying to show their minds through scripture what it means to know him and what he's done. But I love in the mind Yes, but it goes to the heart because the story goes on. And when they draw near the village where they were going and he indicated that he would go no further, that they constrained him saying, abide with us for it is towards evening and the day is far spent. And he went to stay with them and it came to pass as he sat at the table. And then he took the bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him. And then they knew him. What a great journey that Christ ministers to their head, explains who he is, what the work of the cross was. But then as they sat with him, and he gave them the bread and the wine, they knew him in their heart. And there's something that burned within them at that point 
that they knew the love and the forgiveness. And what was it in those elements? In the bread, his body. In the wine, his blood. And how true that is for us. We want to know God in our mind and who he is and Jesus and what he's done. We want to understand it. But we want to process it through the power of the Holy Spirit that we would truly know through these elements, his body and his blood, the work of the cross, that we are loved and forgiven and something burns joy within us. Oh, I've had a busy couple of days just doing this, that and the other, preparing for the weekend and watching what's gonna happen and preparing other things and outreaches. But I just spent some time today just being with Jesus after preparing this and saying, Jesus, I just want to know you. I don't want to know about the next outreach. I don't want to know what we're going to decide to do for church. I just want to know you. Lord, would you remind me again as I look at you and what you've done on the cross as I see you. Oh, show me again your love. And there... Truly, my heart burned within me. And that sense of understanding deep within me that I was loved and forgiven. There is nothing, there is nothing better than that. And today, that's what we celebrate on this day. As Paul would say, oh, I just want to know Jesus. Not just Jesus, but him crucified. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the work you've done. Thank you for your sacrifice. Lord, we give you praise. We worship you. Lord, would we be encouraged by what you did, what it means that we are free, that we are loved, that we are forgiven as we believe in you. Pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Well, have a great rest of the day and enjoy Easter weekend and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.